Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia Tobin. I'm here with my co-ghost, my friend, Jessica Delisle. Hey, Hello. Jessica. How are you doing? I'm, I'm uh, feeling uh, breezy, fancy-free. Oh, wow. That's nice. I don't know. How are you? I'm feeling more fancy feast, like a bunch of pate stuffed into a can oh. and then sealed. And then when you open it, you kind of like the way it smells. Yeah. You shouldn't. That's me. <laughs> like too appetizing. You're like, why am I hungry? Why is this making me hungry? It's cat food. Yeah, I agree. When you, t- well, I'll go ahead and introduce our amazing guest. It's been a long time since we've had her on the show. Far too long. She's a Juno award-winning comedian. She's a writer. She's hilarious. Um, she's a big fan of ours. It's uh, Sophie Buttle. Hello, I'm also a big fan of um, the smell of cat food. I don't oh. know why, but I do love to eat canned tuna. Mm-hmm. And Same. like, I won't even, I won't even mix it with anything. Like, I'll eat it straight out of the can, oh, and I, I won't dry. even. Yeah, I won't use a fork or anything. I'll, I'll just cat, <laughs> cat it. <laughs> You're like the modern day Catwoman. You're the new Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, the new Halle Berry. <laughs> Yeah, I cut my mouth up real good, but it's worth it. Well, you've got Mm -hmm. that really spiky tongue. (laughs) Just grabs the tuna flesh. The tongue with the teeth on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tongue dentata. (laughs) Men hate her. (laughs) (laughs) Doctors hate her, too. Um, (laughs) How many cans of tuna do you think you eat in a month? In a month? That's a good question. On a good month, I would say (laughs) five. (laughs) Okay, yeah. That's a lot of tuna. Thank you. Too much tuna fish. Too much tuna? (laughs) No, not at all. I always think I'm going to eat that much tuna, and then I get the big pack of tuna at Costco, and then I eat two cans. Uh, How much is the big pack? I think it's eight cans. Whoa. Yeah, I should bring you some cans if you want, Jessica. I don't know if you still eat tuna. Yeah, I mean, I... I have my like standing order with Spud, the like grocery uh, delivery service. And every I used to have it like every other week was a can of tuna. And then I switched it to one a week Nice, because um, they have this type of tuna that is like uh, it has like seasoning. It's like marinated or whatever. But like yes, oh. I get that as well. I, I really have um, I forget what the brand is, but there's multiple different flavors. I like yeah. the spicy Thai chili one. Okay, and it's delicious. It's nutritious. It's when you're getting tired of canned tuna, but not mm-hmm. so much as to stop eating canned yeah. tuna. It really spices it up. Yeah, there's like um, there's one I think that's like garlic and herb or something that I like yes I love a herb yeah and there's like a citrus pepper one which I also like Ooh, beautiful how European so decadent (laughs) I don't know if I like those as much as I like just plain tuna but I do like uh, a tuna that's packed in olive oil Mm -hmm. that's Mm. real nice you know, Decadent. <laughs> it is. I like to put some capers and some dill in there. I'm a. I also like mayonnaise in my tuna fish. I don't know, but mm-hmm. I'm a mayo I and tuna too. person. I when I'm doing well financially, which is not right now. There's this kind of tuna that comes in a little glass jar, Ooh. and it's tuna. It's tuna fillets, and oh, they're quite whoa. they're quite long. And if you pull one of those out to put on a salad or something, you don't need to worry about preparing your protein. Yeah, it's just a fantastic life hack for all the listeners out there. Yeah, I can't wait till you're back into the glass jar tuna part of your life again. Yeah, I know. Hopefully, so we'll see. This has been tuna talk. Yeah, um, <laughs> tuna talk. I'm a big fan. I used to be like uh, mayonnaise only, but then I discovered like you have a you have an avocado that's ready to go. 
put that whole thing in there, oh, it like wow. replaces really the mayo and it's like a rich and then you're like, oh, I'm like eating a, a, a vegetable. <laughs> Or is it yeah, fruit? that's a really good idea. One it's of the fruit, my, my mom I mean, and it's I, a vegetable. <laughs> yeah, it's green. One of the biggest fights my mom and I ever got in was, uh, and my mom and I are very close, and we don't fight at all. But one of the biggest fights we ever got in was I was like, I can only imagine I must have been going through pu- puberty or something because this did not have to be this big of a fight. <laughs> but we were making deviled eggs. I was really into deviled eggs oh, for a while. So and good. she, her job, she was in charge of mashing up the yolks with mayonnaise and paprika or whatever. And she put too much mayonnaise in. And I can't tell you how mad I was at her. Like, I don't think I talked to her (laughs) for days. And like, we've never not talked for days, but I just really was looking forward to it. And it had taken already a lot of time because you got to boil the eggs. You got to separate the yolks. You got to have peeled the eggs earlier. It's already an ordeal. And it was just, it was too wet for my liking. And I don't know if we've ever fully recovered from it. It's hard. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised you ever spoke to her again, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. And it's also brave of you to tell this story on a podcast. So thank yes, you. I know this sharing. is my retail nightmare. <laughs> yeah, your, your, servant, your servant mother. This episode is going to be a one-off and it's mayonnaise nightmares. Um, but yeah, when you put too much mayo in, like getting back to tuna, I guess we're back in tuna talk now. Um it's like hard if you if you do too much at first because then you're like, well, I've got to put some other stuff in here to like soak it up to get the well, ratio the right. Thing, you put in too much mayo. It's not like you can add more egg yolk. No, or tuna it's like, or yeah, or egg. Yeah, it's like it's yeah. it's just too wet. Yeah, I had sushi like that recently. Oh, oh yeah. And I was so excited for it. And I had bragged about having sushi. And then I, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm having sushi tonight. It's going to be really good. The last few times it was so good. And I got it home and it was such like a mayonnaise situation. And I was sad. And I mm. love mayonnaise. Like I put it on French fries. I don't I mind do a little too. bit extra. But I it can do ruin too. it. I'm it can ruin exclusively, it. for me, French fries, mayonnaise is an exclusive. I'm not a ketchup girl. You're okay. both so European. Thank you. Mm. I've turned, I've, it depends on the ketchup. It depends on the French fry. It depends on the French fries. What I meant to say, uh, Jay, I please was... delete that. <laughs> French fry. Oh my gosh, so embarrassing! Oh my um, gosh. Speaking of European, and also feel free to cut this out if this is not the vibe. But a, a joke I was working on right before the pandemic started was how, uh, like, the female orgasm is not technically needed, like, for humans to reproduce. So it yeah. just feels very like frivolous that it, that it exists. Like every time I've I have one, that. it just feels so European. Like it feels like <laughs> having chocolate for breakfast. Yeah, it's like a little like yeah, it's like a moose. Like oh yeah, sure, it's just like decadent. Why not? Sure. Yeah. Okay, I'll take one. Yeah, I'll treat myself. I'm yeah. on vacation, you know. If you're having one, I'll, I mean, I'll join in. Yeah, why not? <laughs> one for the table. Yeah. <laughs> A round of jizzing for the table. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of things that we might want to cut out of the podcast, um, I have a list here of uh, new euphemisms for jizz. Did you write them? I I love that. I wrote them, but uh, most of them were not my ideas. Like Jay was doing a little like free association last night and I was like, hold on. I'm getting a pen. (laughs) Maybe we could add, um, you know, Sophie's mom's yolk mix to that because yeah. the consistency was just like overly mayo, <laughs> <laughs> deviled egg centers. That's when you say that you're talking about jizz. Um, 
I don't know if this is too early on in the podcast to do it. We could tease it and make it like a segment later on. But it's like, it's going to be gross. If we don't want to do it, that's also fine. I'm on the fence. I want to give it the momentum it deserves. So maybe we should go to it later once we're like on a roll. Okay. Yeah. And Alicia's on the fence. So I want us to be like fully on board. Mm -hmm. It's not like disgusting. It's just like most of them are combinations of two words that you would not uh, expect. (laughs) So Sophie, I was looking at our archives and I realized we have not had you on the show since like summer 2018. That is insane. I know. Because you were working outside of the province for so long. And you were busy becoming famous. So It's true. Famously became (laughs) famous and got fired at the same time. (laughs) You got too famous for us and now you've come crawling back. I know. Yeah. Look who comes crawling back every time. Me. We're very happy to have you What do you mean fired from 22 minutes? Yeah. Fired. Like it's not technically fired. They just did not renew my contract, which was fair because I was not getting anything at all made on the show. Mace also was not renewed. And also our other friend who was there forever was not renewed. But that's okay because now I have full time to do this podcast anytime you guys want. Yeah. And just eat and eat my cans of tuna undisturbed. Eight hours, eight yeah. hours a day. We'll start a sister podcast called Tuna Talk where we'll just compare <laughs> different different tuna recipes. Um, I can take you to Costco to get discount tuna too. Oh, oh there's Hank. Okay, thank you. That'd Hank be great. not approve. I know that like <laughs> not having a contract renewed is something that is not a fun thing, but also uh, it's usually like an indicator that like your your comedy is too funny for <laughs> like a <laughs> mainstream audience. That's always how I think of it. Like all my favorite like funniest shows are always like not appreciated. Well, yeah, and um, that's a, I, I'm sure a better way to frame it than <laughs> um, than just you know being on Serb now. But I honestly really like being on Serb because my best friend Noodle from high school is now a career uh, Serbian, as am I. And it has really freed us up to be ourselves more. We're trying to start, we're trying to, both of us are ADHD. However, we are trying to start a little web series together called Brecky and Dinden. (laughs) Because because she... She lives in Halifax now, which is four hours time zone ahead of us here. Mm -hmm. Um, And obviously I'm I'm in Vancouver. And so I usually also I wake up late noon or one or something now. And she goes to bed early, early, like she she has dinner at 5 p.m. So I want to have (laughs) brekkie breakfast, obviously, at like noon or one or whatever. And then while she's having dinner and we'll FaceTime and we'll do chit chat, which I think is a cute idea. That's yeah. It's and it's also like sex in the city. Like you're like catching up over a meal. It's like, yeah, you're you're on my schedule. I also have ADHD and go to bed at, routinely at 2 a.m. Like 2 a.m. is mm-hmm. like an early night for me. Oh, at 2 a.m. I'm like, wow, early bird gets the yeah. tuna. <laughs> I'm like, good for me. I've done like everything and I'm type I'm, A, type yeah. A vibes. <laughs> <laughs> and then Alicia is very much a morning person. And I feel bad if I make her do anything past nine o'clock because she's like, it's past my bedtime. But it would, mm-hmm. we would like... If we were in a different time zone, we would match up with uh, Brecky and Dinden. 
<laughs> yeah, we can be guests on Brecky and Din Din. Oh my god, and I would be love having to have you. Din Din. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes I just eat a large lunch so I don't have to have dinner. Um, <laughs> Smart. I almost cried the other day because my friends wanted to go for ice cream at 9 p.m. And I was like, what? Like, I can't. Like, this, my whole world will spin out of control. Yeah. Like, I can't, I can't do I think, that to my body. I think most best friends are made up of one person that wants to go to bed at 9 p.m. and one person that needs to go to bed at 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This checks out for me. Yeah. And you have yeah. just a small Attack. window of crossover during the day when you might cross paths. <laughs> yeah, this is exactly Alicia and I. We, I um, got a tattoo last week. And I, I wasn't sure how long it was going to take. And I asked the tattoo artist and he was like, yeah, I really don't know. And I was like, just tell me when there's half an hour left. And then like I can text Jay and he can come meet me. But I was supposed to we were supposed to go see Alicia afterwards. And I felt so bad because I was like, OK, I'm almost done. And then I was like, I'm done. And it was nine o'clock. And Alicia was like, just heading to bed. We'll do it another time. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And they also, I mean, you could, I'm sure, say this better than I can, but they also seem to get quite frustrated with us because they got a lot of stories before we're awake. Yeah, and I always wake up to quite a few messages. And then by the time I'm able to call back or message back, the enthusiasm is often gone. Yeah. I have a whole like bunch of friends that are up at the same time as me. So I can text, like, sometimes I get up and there's already a text message from my best friend. And I'm like, this is how I want to live. Wow. But uh, I only, only send Jessica messages through Instagram yeah, before I know she's awake. Because I don't have my <laughs> notifications on. You know what? I've, I've, I finally... don't either. We are such ADHD girls because you got to it. You got to take it off. Otherwise, you can't live your life. If I was getting notifications like as they were happening, I would never look away from my phone. But I've actually just recently also turned off notifications for like texts and uh, calls. So if I happen to see my phone when it lights up and I'm getting a call, I'll get it. <laughs> but mm -hmm. that's. I have the exact same thing. And the best thing that I ever did for my own mind was turning off vibrate from my phone mm -hmm. because oh, I yeah. kept getting I kept getting phantom vibrations yeah. and kept thinking I was hearing it. So Stressful. my phone absolutely is the same as yours. Like if I'm not looking to, to my phone, I cannot be reached. Yeah, it's funny, though, like the only person who's phoned me like a bunch recently was former guest Essa Atawo because she's just been moving. She just moved like a couple blocks away from me. And like we were, I was helping her do some things. And for some reason, every time she phones, I see it come up. And so I'm, she must think I'm like a weirdo who like so answers <laughs> before the second ring. And she's always like, Oh my gosh, it's so late. I didn't think it, you'd answer. And I'm like, <laughs> for some reason I'm like attuned to her call. I know it's so funny with calls now. It's like if you answer quickly, people are kind of mad at you. Like, what the fuck? I wanted yeah, to Yeah, they were just trying to, to ease into the idea of talking to somebody. They needed yeah. like five rings. Yeah. I know we're the ones, we're coming off as clingy for answering. Yeah. And whereas it's just a weird fluke. But yeah, I love this like no, no, because uh, I have like a Fitbit too. And that used to buzz every time I got a text. And sometimes I'd remember to turn off notifications before I went to bed. But right now it's just like anything goes, baby. <laughs> oh, and well, it's so hard. And it's like people feel so entitled to your immediate attention. If you have notifications, like if mm -hmm. some someone you haven't spoken to in six years can send you a Facebook message and be offended if you don't answer right away. Well, if it's it's, I don't Facebook. check my Facebook messages. Yeah. Like if it's I've Facebook. missed so many like I've missed like opportunities, writing gigs, comedy gigs. Yeah. <laughs> 
messages from family and I'm like, don't try to reach me here. This is a hellscape. I only come on here to grab the link for Retail Nightmares because for some reason when I try to grab it from my own browser, it never links to the episode and then Mm. I'm back in seven days to do the same thing. Mm, Yeah, (laughs) that's really all I use it for too is for the podcast because it's like, yeah, if someone's messaging me on there, it's like, A, I'm having heart palpitations that I have gotten a notification on there and B, it's like usually something... It's either like a friend of a family member who's like in their 60s or something, or it's like something weird that I don't want to (laughs) do. That's like so true. I've been getting a lot of ones like like a very elderly person messaging me being like, did you know that we're cousins? And I'm like, I don't think that's quite... But, you know, what's up, my cuz? (laughs) Yeah, you're like, sure, we're spiritual cousins. Yeah, it's not worth arguing about. If you say you're my cousin, I'll probably just roll with it. Yeah. If you don't have a close relationship with somebody and they message you on Facebook, you don't owe them a response for at least six months. (laughs) If ever. Like, you don't owe them anything. It's true. If they end up in the filter box and you miss it, so, so what? It's not, Yeah. ask my dad for my email address and then I will also not respond yeah <laughs> I, yeah i think i deleted it oh yeah i deleted it already but i got a weird me- message request and it was one of those ones where it's like we want you to be an influencer to get free jewelry and i was yes like, you didn't even make it sound appealing they were like our jewelry is made out of gold plated and then it just like i was like <laughs> gold plated it's what? just this um <laughs> Yeah, those are like scams, I guess, right? Yeah, it's just like a bot or something. I've been engaging with them. I've been getting a lot of those (laughs) lately, too. I get them over email and I get them in my Instagram DMs. I do like to answer and go, yes, I would love to collab. And then they go, okay, (laughs) well, we just need these things from you. And then I say, okay. And then, you know, you don't send it, obviously. And then you see how often they follow up. And I think it's just good for them to have some busy work. They seem yeah. bored bothering all of us. That's good, good of you to just keep them active and engaged. I love to engage. Yeah. <laughs> love Do to you also get the fam. ones that are like, um, we think you'd really like this account, but it's this like fake account that's sending you this other account. It's this advertising oh, program that some people sign up for. And one day something about it made me really upset. So I wrote the brand and I was like, you guys are like, just garbage and I don't remember what I said and they're like we're so sorry we didn't know that we signed up for this and I was like bullshit <laughs> I got yeah. so mad I was like why are you getting so mad at these losers anyways let's retell nightmare let's retell yes. nightmares yes. yeah we're like we, going we off in all directions we should here. do that about our podcast we should message random <gasps> accounts and be yeah. like hey we think you would love this podcast yeah, yeah. <laughs> Check this yeah. out. We don't have an Instagram for the podcast, but follow the hosts at their like specific Instagram. We think you would love what they're they're you know. One of them is private. <laughs> yeah, good <laughs> request. I'm at 300 unanswered requests right now. Wow, it's like. <laughs> Don't even know who these people are. I haven't even like logged into my alt once in months. And I'm like, whoops, should get on that. But Retail Nightmares is the yes. name of the show. <laughs> this is why we're all here. Mm-hmm. It's 2021. It's June. You know, we're thriving. Uh, retail is booming. <laughs> Everything's opening up again. Sophie, how like the last time you were on was three years ago almost. 
Mm-hmm. Um, have you had any retail nightmares in the in between? Yes, I have a recent one, oh. um, which is sort of a two parter. The first part is I had a taping for something that I don't think I'm supposed to talk about yet, but I had a taping like maybe a month or month or so ago. And so I ordered an outfit online to wear it, to wear to it. And it was like really close. It was like a very last minute taping. I feel like perhaps uh, somebody canceled and then they were like, Sophie Bottle's not doing anything. <laughs> She'll do it tomorrow. So I had ordered something online and it was already it was already a bit close for comfort. I paid for expedited shipping. It was supposed oh, wow. to come within five days or something like that. And I had maybe a week. So it was like close and there's COVID delay. So I already I wasn't sure if it was going to happen or not. It was I got notified that it was like in Vancouver. I think it was with DHL. But it wasn't going to be delivered to me. I got the notification it was in Vancouver on like Friday. And I think I was leaving Monday morning for my flight. And I was really stressed out. So I called them Friday morning. And I was like, I see that this package is in Vancouver. Can I go pick it up? Mm -hmm. Um, If it's not going to be delivered, but it's here. And the lady was like, no. And I was like, can I though? Because... (laughs) I, it's just I. This is the only time all year I'm really going to be seen, and I bought this outfit. So can I just go get it? And she was like, "Definitely not." And I was like, "You know what? You're right." So <laughs> that leads me to my real uh, retail nightmare because I then went on to go panic shop, and I oh, hadn't been no. shopping in forever, like in person shopping. In person, first time in person shopping all year, basically oh, wow. stressed out, last minute. Things were like sort of open, you know, but it was already weird. Did you go to a mall? No, I went to like, I live pretty close to Robson Street. So I usually hit hit a couple shops in a row in Robson. But I've gained a little bit of weight over COVID. And I'm not really sure how that happened because all I've been doing is sitting and eating for a year. So (laughs) it's just tuna, though. Just tuna weight. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm gaining a lot of tuna weight. Um, tunas are actually massive, like myself at this time. So no, 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 no body shaming jokes, no shitty diet jokes. You look great. You survived a pandemic. Absolutely. I just, it's relevant for, for my story that I've gained a little bit of weight. For sizing. Yeah. So I went to Aritzia and I, in my best shape, I'm an Aritzia large. So I don't really know who I was kidding, um, by going there in the first place, but I went and even this is like, number one, I shouldn't have walked into the doors of Aritzia. Number two, made a straight, just beeline to the leather pants. I was like, (laughs) yes, this is my vision. It's your Eddie Murphy special. (laughs) Yeah, it was, I was Oh my god, I was delirious. So that makes sense. <laughs> You're delirious. You're raw. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. So I go there, grab the pants. They had like a size 14 or something. So I was like, oh, I'm yeah, simply nice. going to drown in these. I'm going to have to ask for a smaller size. I bet. So I bring my perfect ass to the change rooms, and you know, Aritzia is very uh, a very toxic environment. Obviously, they don't. You can tell that a store is toxic if they don't have mirrors in the change rooms, and oh, you have to go into fuck. the communal Still? area. Yeah, it's like twenty years they've even been doing in, that. Even in post COVID world, they want you to congregate together. They want you to come out so that they can be mean to you. So this is what happened. I'm sweating. Like I'm already like I had already been panic shopping. I had had too much coffee. I was feeling insane. My hair was big. And you're wearing a mask. Yeah, it's just very, very uncomfortable. 
jumping, trying to get into these leather pants. Never, I never have I worn leather pants in my life. I don't know what I was doing. And this goddamn woman next to me, I hear the girl in the change room next to me, like whip open her curtain. You know, she comes out and she's like, excuse me, do you have anything smaller than a size zero? And I was like, I need to get out of here. And the, the Aritzia employee goes up to her and is like, yes, babe, of course, we have a double zero. And I was like, thank God. Oh, my gosh, imagine. <laughs> and so, you know, she brings it back. I'm still halfway pants up. Like, I'm still taking my time. And she brings it and she tries it on. And she's like, this is so much better. And the Aritzia employee is like, yes, I'm so glad that we had this because, you know, the double zeros are always sold out because everybody is double zero. And I was like, Ugh. Wow. so I come out, I finally get my my pants up and done up. I go out to um, have a look and just the sharks start circling. All the Aritzia employees come over and they just take a moment. They're not really sure what their angle is going to be. Because Aritzia doesn't have the uh, conventional retail attitude of like flatter the customer. That's not really their brand. And they're like, they haven't caught on to the body positivity movement yet that a lot of retailers like there's a there's one store near me, me that I, I walked past and I did a double take and I was like, so delighted that one of the mannequins in the window was like a plus size mannequin. And I was like, that's amazing. Like I had never seen that before. And like, of course, it's just as easy to make a mannequin in any size. <laughs> like, it was so delightful. That is delightful. Well, well because I live um, kind of off Davy Street, a lot of the mannequins, I would say most of the mannequins on Davy are for sex stores. So they are oh, yeah, cur yeah. curvy icons yeah. as well. And <laughs> I think that regular stores should just try to get their hands on those because at least they're a slightly different body type, a little bit yeah. more meat on them in yeah. some, some areas. So what angle did they choose? All right. So this lady comes up to me and she's like, you know what would be great? And I'm like, if I left? No, but she's like, <laughs> <laughs> she was like, you know, it'd be great if you just got like a, maybe a bodysuit underneath just to like smooth everything out. And I was like, you know what? You're right. And then I went into the change room and after huffing and puffing to take the pants off, I just um, left the store. <laughs> yeah. uh, what a cunt. Good, um, good for you. Yeah. yeah also, leather pants. I have had to sell several pairs in my life. And the rule is you should barely be able to get them on because a uh, past retail nightmare of my own was I once when I was going through a breakup, bought a pair of leather pants uh -huh. and... Uh, I can remember thinking, oh, wow, I really have to buy these several size up to get a pair that fits. And then after wearing them for a day, I could no longer wear them because they were too big. Mm. So they stretch, they stretch yeah. so much. Um, what a bunch of fucking losers, man. I haven't been into Aritzia since I was in high school because even that was too stressful for me. And like, you know, I was a I was a child <laughs> like I was <laughs> I was a small child. I actually I forgot my story actually has a happy ending. It mm. turns Ooh. out my uh, flight was on Tuesday, not Monday because oh. ADHD mine. So my outfit that I ordered actually did arrive in time. I'm so happy. <laughs> and, did you, and did you love it? I did. I loved it. Um, I got um, I, I mean, I bought it. Okay, well, it's sort of embarrassing, but I do love it. So it's a, you know, Kim Kardashian's brand Skims. No, I didn't they, know. Okay, so they have um, remade the Juicy Couture velour jumpsuits. Oh my god! Okay, so, like the two pieces. So I bought one of those. What color? I think they're they're pretty sick. It's kind of like a silvery gray. Okay, pretty. Wow, that must look so nice to you. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing this secret recording of yeah. yours. Yeah. 
Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that's the nice. famous the famous outfit. Yeah. And the opposite of leather pants. Like that's the thing when you're panicked. Max comfort. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's yeah. It, totally. And that's the thing that of course I should be wearing after a year of quarantine. It's everybody's wearing loungewear these days. It was more appropriate. <laughs> yes. You okay, Jess? I just realized my <laughs> computer's not plugged in, and that I just got the notification that, like, uh, the battery's about to die. So I was like, Bleh! and I just plugged it in. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. The podcast is not ruined. Um, geez, yeah, what a whirlwind. I'm so glad you didn't buy something from Aritzia that you would regret afterwards that was really expensive. I, I don't go to that store because everything in there is polyester. And the only thing that I think that's cool in the store is they've always had a good denim offering. Mm. But everything else is shit. And uh, all these young women go in there and spend so much money and they don't have like investments. They have things that are going to fall apart. But because they're they're like on trend and they're from Aritzia, they're like $300. Yeah. yeah. I, also, I also know someone who worked there and it just seems like a overall toxic environment. Like she worked as like a designer, like not not in the retail end of it. But uh They've yeah. just like I think I think they've really perfected like the ambiance that you want when you're shopping. Yeah. Like it's like it's slightly dimmer lights. It's a relaxing music. There's yeah. seating. Like they, they have the everything. Right, of the store is the most appealing thing of it. Yes, it's like yeah, a absolutely. very beautiful looking environment and like plants. It's just and- the it's just the employees. I think that they need to ad- adjust the attitudes of because. I mean, I guess and the clothing, but I just I do like the environment there. So that's why I keep going back, especially when you're stress shopping. Like you want to go somewhere where, you know, there's not going to be fluorescent lighting and loud music. Yeah. Yeah. But you probably would have had better luck at like the bay. (laughs) That's true. You know, if you dig around there long enough and you get some help, they've got some great stuff. But I'm always like, what's happening here? Why am I in here? How desperate am I? Yeah. Um, Alicia, do you have a retail nightmare? It's also a DHL related nightmare. Mm. (gasps) Actually, it's really funny. Like I mean this, I mean this in the best possible spirit. So that's my um, statement before telling the story. I'm worried that it's going to sound really shitty, but I, I love it. And I told Jessica the other night and I, it's such a weird coincidence, but I was waiting for an Everlane order of lightweight t-shirts. I'm wearing one right now. Um, all of a sudden, summer is upon us, and I had ordered some shorts and some t-shirts, and I was waiting for them, and they were late. Uh, and that's my experience with DHL. It's either really fast or really slow. And the last mm-hmm. time I ordered from Everlane, one of my packages arrived with a hole in it, and the masks I ordered <gasps> to top up, top up my order were missing. Like, they were just gone from the package, but the, the, all the other stuff was in the package, so it had just fallen out through this hole. That's my theory. And I stick to this theory. I believe this is what happened. So when um, I got a buzz the other day, and the DHL man showed up, and he handed me my Everlane package, there was a hole in it, and there was tape on it. So I was like, oh, well, at least it's taped. And then I looked up to say thank you, and he was wearing the Everlane masks that I was missing from my last shipment. <laughs> And Everlane is a massive company. It's huge. They make, they make millions of products every year. But it was such an odd coincidence. And it's such a distinctive mask. Like, I haven't seen others in Vancouver because you can get masks anywhere. It's like, mm-hmm. But then I love this mask. And they, we had this weird locking of eyes moment where I thought he was just like, oh, this lady's very polite. Afterwards, when I was like, I looked at the side of his mask and saw the logo. And I was like, oh, it's exactly the mask that I had ordered and that went missing. <laughs> Uh, which Everlane replaced. And it just made me laugh because what are the odds? 
And I'm not yeah. accusing anyone of theft. Um, mm-hmm. But he, when he did turn around to walk away, he had you realized that he had a bag with a big money sign on it, too, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just such a funny coincidence. And, like, it, I didn't realize it really until I closed the door. I was like, oh, that was the same mask that DHL lost. Yeah, all so the maybe pieces they have like a, are fitting. Yeah, lost and found or something. And he's like, oh, this is a good mask. It's, like, very, like, you know, gender neutral, window pane. I just hope <laughs> that someone is using one of the masks you know yeah like I, no, I they're great that the, that the masks are being used and that they're not like lost somewhere in a gutter or something that's all but yeah, yeah. that is a very it's an odd coincidence that it's made me laugh several times over the past few days and there mystery. was just this weird moment where he looked at the the label on the bag that he was delivering to me and he looked at my face and i looked at the hole and then i looked at his mask and like <laughs> i don't know if like he was way ahead of me uh, or it was just a coincidence, but it, it has tickled me for for several days to think that maybe he ended up with my masks that I fell out in like that. the truck floor. I mean, I think like if if I was in that position and something like that fell out, I would have taken it for sure. Like, yeah. I think that it's human human. Um, it's the human condition. If so, there's something small that is loose, you just want to take it. So, <laughs> like for <laughs> for example, like a skin uh, tag. Like a skin tag, a loose tooth, whatever. Um, my boyfriend and I, or we ordered um, a bunch of Chinese food once, and we got a bunch of barbecue pork buns, which is both of our favorite things. Oh, yeah. They're, they're so tasty and soft, and uh, neither of us can really have it because of our dietary restrictions, but sometimes we just get it, and we're just a nasty little couple. And we were so excited that we were like, we don't usually you know, pay attention that much to the tracking of the food. But we had ordered and this guy picked it up and then drove sort of halfway and then the car was stopped for quite a while. <laughs> and Mace, my boyfriend, kept being like, he's munching. And I'm like, he's not munching. And he's like, he is munching. And then when the order got th- got to our place, the barbecue pork buns were not in it. <gasps> and Mace was like, he fucking was munching. I knew it. And now he's munchin'. always paranoid. So now he's always he always watches the tracking happen to make sure that no munching has happened. But I'm like, some of these people can munch and drive. Like if they were smart criminals, you can, yeah. if you're talented. you can move in munch. And know. like, yeah, if, exactly. If you're talented, if you're, a, <laughs> but this is the thing I keep, I keep getting the situation where I order food from somewhere and I don't really look at where it is. And then I get a walker delivering oh, my food. No. And it is, I don't know if I, there's a way that I can turn off, like knowing what they're on, but it's hard to justify getting delivery if somebody is walking it to you. Huh. They don't even do that. Like I live like a, a couple blocks away from like a Panago and a, and a Domino's and they don't even walk it over from there. Like the drivers get in their car and drive. And I always feel very guilty like <laughs> to be that like I couldn't walk the two blocks to get the pizza <laughs> I know I just wish I just wish like I think as a company it would be better for them if they put, said like they're walking but there but there's a lot of hills or like the weather's <laughs> really bad or there's a lot of criminals out tonight like like just I just need something to make me feel a little bit better there's yeah like you, there's no way you could have gotten it yourself yeah. Well, yeah, and they, they insulted me again the other night. I ordered something kind of late, whatever, it doesn't matter. And they came back and they were like, we found another night owl to deliver your order. And I was like, 
leave me alone. Like it's yeah. a pandemic. It's, What's I don't the weird? Need, yeah. What do you mean, my mom? Editorializing here. Yeah, that's strange. Hmm. Jessica, what's your retail nightmare? Uh, I have a retail dream that uh, Ooh, nice. Sophie just sort of like reminded me of. I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast before, um, but I have over over the whole pandemic, I've been doing like Netflix parties with friends and some former guests and stuff, just like watching terrible movies on Netflix um, and just sort of like making fun of it, fun of them in the comments. It's usually just like a fun time. Uh, way to enjoy a little bit of uh, edible in the comfort of my own home and just yeah it's great and this tradition started I don't know if it's a tradition but it's happened twice so I guess it's a tradition but uh, former guest Abdul Aziz uh, <gasps> loves to to prank us by ordering uh, movie theater popcorn to our home <laughs> And so we call him Corn Lord now because he's like <laughs> the Corn Lord provideth. Um, and it's it's very generous of him. And also like it felt so decadent and ridiculous that like the movie theater is open just for takeout popcorn or like delivery. I had no popcorn. idea. It yeah. really shows you like where they make all their profit. Like for the fact sure. that they're still afloat because of that is like sure. they don't e- even need to sell tickets. They could just no. be a restaurant. Like the movie industry like doesn't matter if there's anything playing on the screens. It's just the snacks. Mm. Um, but they deliver it and it's like in a double, like a bag on top of the bag of popcorn. And then it's in a little paper bag and they'll like put a little note, like a little thank you note on there. And then like the second time we got it, there was like even a mint taped to it and <laughs> to be like, thank you so much. And then there's like a coupon if you want to like, I don't know, buy a movie from the like Cineplex store online or something. And I was like, what? Why would I? Which I do not. But thanks. Yeah. Yeah, No, thanks. I'll recycle this. Um, And it's so funny because like (laughs) we have, you know, we can make popcorn at home, but like the movie theater popcorn tastes so much different. Like it's you can't recreate that at home. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, Abdul is the corn lord um, and he pranked us. He pranked us good um, twice now. So. Praise Corn Lord is that yeah, my, praise my Corn Lord. Lord. Yeah, thank you Corn Lord for providing the the bounty. And also like don't mention corn around Abdul because you're going to get a delivery. And the funniest thing is like you probably both know like if you've eaten an edible you don't want to know that a stranger is about to come to your house and that you have to interact with. So it's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, okay. And Abdul's like, don't worry, he's going to leave it at the door. Like, you don't even have to interact. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But what about the geese? The geese could get it. <sighs> the geese, yeah, we're fast enough to like it. Because like, if someone gifts you a, a food, like an Uber Eats food, they send you the link and you can watch like the tracking as it's coming closer to you, which is also very entertaining. <laughs> this is Amazing. like, yeah, this is what passes um, for entertainment these days. Well, I have one story that's related to that um, of a surprise food delivery. Oh, yeah. Which which was Mace and I were just sitting around one day and we got a knock on the door and it was a big order of McDonald's. Oh, and Mace's favorite food is famously McDonald's. It's his favorite restaurant. I'm, I have one of those boyfriends that like any restaurant we go to, he'll order chicken fingers and fries. One of yeah. those, you know, yeah. one of those real men, I believe is what they're called. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so we got this huge order of McDonald's and we, we didn't know who it was from. We didn't get any message. It was clearly, it says our name, it has my buzzer and everything. So 
we were like kind of suspicious of it. Like Mace kept being like, if somebody wanted to poison me, this is how they would do it. That's smart. And because yeah. because of course we would just eat Mace it. Mace sounds then, really intense. <laughs> I would describe him as intense. So that's yeah. an accurate <laughs> word. But then I got. Um, a message like half an hour later from one of the other writers of 22 Minutes who had asked me a couple weeks before what my address was because he wanted to get Mace Mm. McDonald's as a joke and I had forgotten about it. And I think that he messaged me because he was offended that I did not thank him probably oh, right. like he's, he was probably like this greedy little piglet is just eating all this dawn's no thank you message hey, coming my way but you're like that happened four years ago that conversation we had two weeks ago <laughs> yeah. like that was in my childhood it's not on you That's time on is you. different now like you can't be expected to remember details like that no and but I, I was I was delighted but it was also very funny how suspicious he was I was like nobody's trying to kill you <laughs> what did he order for him oh yeah Chicken fingers? Well, um, I think or nuggets. I think nuggets. just like a really big, I think possibly even a 20 pack of nuggets for the Whoa. both of us so to split. So fancy. Mm-hmm. Decadent. Yeah. The funny thing about both times that uh, the corn lord pranked us with a corn bounty <laughs> is that both times I had made a big salad right before. Like I was like, okay, we're going to be healthy. We're going to eat this big salad. And then instead salad goes in the fridge. We have corn for dinner. <laughs> Salad in the garbage. Yeah. The best <laughs> The best is like when you get to the bottom of the bowl of popcorn, there's just the little broken bits left. Sprinkle that on top of your salad. Whoo. I'm shaking popcorn my head. Salad. I don't like, I will not go n- near the last three inches of a bag of popcorn. You really? Can't pay, you can't pay me no. enough. Me can't neither. Me I enough. like a big, I need, I need something to grab on to. I love yeah. the broken bits. I like savor them. I'm the same with a bag of chips. You're the same with little burnt crusty things too from like grilled cheese sandwiches. And <laughs> yeah. You love like the crunchy bits left over in a pan. I'm the crust goblin. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Speaking of crust goblin, let's do um, a segment. Do you want to do, Sophie, do you want to, do you want to tell us about your horse ideas you have? Oh yeah. I I don't have any horse ideas. I was oh, okay. under the impression that we were not doing this horse segment. However, oh, I, was I got a confused. Camp- Perfect. I was Let's a not camp- do it. Well, I Jessica's I was movie camp- corner. <laughs> wait, wait, no, wait. What's Sophie trying to well, say? I feel like I might have even talked about it on your podcast before, but I was a camp counselor at a Christian horse camp for many, many summers. Whoa. So lucky. Thank I mean, you. like, we were discussing maybe doing horse information today, but I just need to, like, let everyone know that, um, Jay did his research and just there was no like nothing new happened with horses this week. Yeah, so let's not do horse information. Sorry, I just got confused with these segments because like I didn't remember some of the segments. Some of the segments we've only done once. Like, yeah, there's a lot of them. Um, So you wanted to do what is Jessica's movie corner? Jessica's got some movies to share. That's where we just talk about movies. Like right. a movie that we've seen recently. Okay, There's let's no, do that. No specific like uh, gimmick to it or anything. Yeah, I love talking about movies and that's mostly what Mason and I have done all year. So I'm really into movies right now. And tonight, are, it's my pick. So oh. I picked Amelie. Am- I don't know if you guys have seen it. The Several times, who, yeah. Well, I think she looks so much like Miss Alicia Tobin. I don't yeah, know if I you've get that all that the time. before. Yeah. And I... I, I was going to bring that up on this podcast because she reminds me so much of you. She's so cute. And I, so Mace is like, you know, small town Ontario. So I was like, let's watch Emily. It's French. And he was like, is it French the whole time? <laughs> and I no, was she like, She goes yes. to America. <laughs> 
she assimilates. I do know what he means, though, because the other one that I wanted to watch was uh, Coco before Chanel with that same girl, Audrey Tattoo, and mm-hmm. which, that one is not French the whole time. That's true, So, yeah. French movies, you never know. But there's not a lot of dialogue in Amelie, if I recall correctly. No, it's a lot of just artsy French shots. It's very visually satisfying. I might have a little edible myself to especially enjoy it. Make the um, colors pop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I the Oh, yeah, but the movie that I wanted to talk about was Mamma Mia because oh. Mason, and I watched, <laughs> Mason and I watched all of the X-Men movies because I made the mistake of thinking there was maybe like three. There's a lot. There's 14. So what I was shit. like, oh my I gosh. Was just, I was just trying to like flirt with him. So I was like, let's watch all the X-Men movies, like thinking it would be <laughs> so, okay. He's like, I'll go down on you for 12 hours. What did you well, think I, was going to happen, Sophie? Well, yeah, well, I don't know. But it did. I mean, that would amount for about the amount of time of two of these movies. And they're four, <laughs> like, they're all three hours long. It's a lot of Hugh Jackman. It is. And then, so now I'm a little Ackman. <laughs> um, but the point is, <laughs> the point is I really needed to balance out X-Men with something. So I was like, yeah. we need to watch Mamma Mia. He had never seen Mamma Mia. And I was like, what do they teach boys in school? Like, that is crazy. And at That's first... women's studies. <laughs> at, well, at first, I could see him kind of smirking a little. like Like, oh, this movie is not the best movie I've ever seen. But he has been singing ABBA for two weeks now since we watched oh. this movie. He loved Mamma Mia. They're good and songs. He didn't, it's great songs. He did not realize that the storyline was just all about a slutty mom <laughs> having unprotected sex too many times. It's and then the it's best confusing. sex. Yeah. <laughs> Have you Alicia. seen, have you watched, have you shown him the sequel? Here we go again. Yeah. Here we go course. again. We're raw dogging too. Oh, fact, yeah. He insisted that we watch the second one. He brought it up. Nice. Um, but he was very angry that they killed Meryl Spoiler Street. alert. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but, no. What? Really? But you get Cher, though. I know. <sighs> what a headliner. Because they don't even show Cher until the last five minutes of the movie. And I was like, it's incredible they booked this headliner for this movie. Like, I don't <laughs> know a lot of movies that have a headliner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then she does an encore. Uh, I didn't watch the first one for a really long time. I think I might have saved it until the second one came out because I just knew that I would love it so much. And I do that like I like withhold things from myself that I know I will enjoy. Like you like until, to savor to like until I really need it, you know, until I really need like a boost of of like joy in my life. Mm-hmm. And yeah, as soon as Pierce Brosnan just like started singing, I was like, oh boy, are we in for a treat? As someone who is like so tone deaf, I think Pierce Brosnan really inspired me that you yeah. don't have to be able to sing in order to be in a musical. Yeah. <laughs> just have to be James Bond. That's nice. Why limit yourself? Yeah. Most people can't sing, so, and they should still sing. It's a beautiful thing to do yeah. to, move, to move that energy and joy through your body or mourning. It could be grief related. Yeah. But you should yeah. still sing, sing if you have a song. shitty sing voice. I mean, I think everyone can sing. I don't think anyone should think that they can't. You should hear Mason and I. Mason and I have the worst voices on I the planet it. and we sing all day to each other. That's the best. So I cute. love that. My dad, both of my parents are good singers. My dad's a musician and my mom yeah. is just has a lovely voice. And my dad once told me as a child that I have a voice only a father could love. Oh, <laughs> dad. That's. Oh. You can't say that to kids anymore. It's considered abuse. 
I know. I was like, so do you love it? And he was like, I th- you know, I <laughs> he's think like, you can. <laughs> yeah. You must have been the cutest kid. I do. The cutest. I was cute and like so confident. Like you could, seen... you could say that to me without it, um, you know, yeah, hurting your feelings. without yeah. it stopping me from singing. <laughs> Water off a duck's back. I've seen photographic evidence of you as a cute child. There, It's, it's on the internet. It exists. It is. I was, I really uh, peaked as a child. I had a lot of anger, but I was so blonde. So it's like, I'm always frowning, but I look kind of like a little angel cherub. Yeah. A little fashionista. Alicia, do you have a a movie that? No, of course not. I don't watch movies. I don't think I've watched one since we last. I wasn't done. I do have something to add. I watched episode like season three of Master of None, which is filmed like a movie. Oh. Yeah. So... I recommend it. I think it got like mixed reviews, but it's I, I suffered through season one and two of Master of None, not knowing if NZ Anzari was like, what happened to him after he got m- mildly canceled? Yeah, and, he was uh, one of the gray zone ones. He was a gray zone, right? Like, yeah, but it's really beautiful. And uh, he makes an appearance in two episodes, quite brief. And he's actually incredible in the first episode he's in. And, and uh, but he directs and wrote most of them but it's a revolves around um two women that were married and then aren't married and they're different paths and it's really interesting so hmm. did it it's just more come like, out yeah i feel like i follow the star i forget her last name but her first name's lena um on instagram and i was like oh master of none still on and i needed something like a palate cleanser after mayor of east town I was also kind of curious, like, when did Nzianzari stop being part of that show and what happened yeah. and so on? But yeah, it's really beautiful and it has the most beautiful house in it. Like, I don't think I've ever seen a more beautiful house on TV than the house that they live in. What kind of houses do you like? I like everything, almost. I like when people have a lot of personal style. Yeah. Yeah, and I love warmth and color and... Do you gravitate to like a more cottagey feel? Like, do you like, uh, do you like wood? Do you like darker walls? It depends. I kind of really do like a lot of different things. Like what I would choose personally versus what I like is, is probably pretty different, but I can appreciate a lot of different styles. The only thing I don't really like is when like everything's all white and silver. Like that's just not for me. Like when something's very kind of sanitized looking, but I also think it can be really beautiful. But yeah, I like warmth. I like, uh, color. I like visiting people's homes and seeing personal touches. Yeah. So I don't know. It's almost like a movie. I hope it counts. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> like this, it's it's Jessica's movie corner. Like I, I'm, uh, I guess, the inventor of it. So I say anything goes. I haven't watched a movie since we did this uh, last week. Did we? No, we didn't do it last or whenever the last time we did it. I haven't watched a movie. Well, well you didn't watch a bad movie on Saturday? Oh, no, I did. What did I watch? What was the bad movie that I watched? We watched, oh, we watched the Tignataro movie, uh, Army of oh, the Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How yeah. was it? She was excellent. Like, okay. I will watch her do anything because mm-hmm. she's just like endlessly entertaining. Um, and knowing that she was hired and like filmed all of her um, scenes on a green screen to replace an actor who was a creep, like, like the cherry on top. It was, it was yeah, so great. So cool. Which actor was it again? It was uh, Chris. What's his name? The, the comedian or like the, oh yeah yeah, yeah. he was you. he like played a creep in season two of you 
Yeah, he played a pedophile. And it's just sort of like, are you trying to hide in plain sight? What a what a creep. I know that's what they all do. They all try to like push the boundaries and do stuff like that. Yeah, like Woody Allen, I guess. They're not apologetic. Like they don't they don't believe they're doing anything wrong. It's true. Mm -hmm. But yeah, putting Tig in there is amazing. I love her in the new Star Trek series, Star Trek Discovery. She's amazing. Um, it was it was pretty silly. Like the movie was way longer than it needed to be. It was directed by um, Zack Snyder. Is that his name? I believe he directed some of the X-Men movies, as Sophie would know. Oh, cool. Well, I think that all, all movies are kind of too long. Like I... Like we always look at like what how long a movie is before yeah. we start watching it. And it's like I I would love an hour movie. And it's like yeah. you're 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 thinking like maybe I just wanna watch a TV show. No. I want an hour long movie and I wanna walk away from it. Yeah. You know what movies are good for? Like hour long movies are like the cheesy Christmas or Hallmark movies. Like end to end, they're like a, an hour and ten minutes, I'm sure of it. That's perfect. There was a movie that I saw that I wanted to recommend to you guys that I don't know if you've seen or not. It's called Peanut Butter Falcon. Oh, oh I've heard of it. To watch it's it. on my list. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it to everybody, but I think that you guys would both really like it. It's the same people who made Little Miss Sunshine, and it's kind of similar in vibe to that, but it's really funny. It's like re- it's really cute. I just loved everything about it. Yeah, it's it's been on my list like since I heard about it. Um, that guy did not direct an X-Men movie. I don't know who I was thinking of. Um, <laughs> There's so many, though. I feel like every director has taken a shot, taken a shot at an yeah. X-Men movie. At, yeah, at some... He did Watchmen, so that's what uh, that's I the was same. Oh. That's the same. They're all like mutant people who have powers. Sorry, I'm yawning, guys. It's not the company. No, it's okay. I know. That's how I felt when I was watching Army of the Dead. But I mean, it's the perfect thing to watch in a Netflix party with your friends to make fun of. That's all I'll say. <laughs> Yeah, it's good. I mean, there's some some surprises. Tig's character, I was like, I just want Tig's character to make it to the end of the movie. Like, I just want her to survive. And she's also like the helicopter pilot. So you're just like, yeah, like get that whirly bird up into the air. She looks like a helicopter pilot. And I oh, never yeah. really realized that she before. She is so hot in that movie. She wears like aviators and like a jumpsuit. And she's just constantly smoking the cigar. And there's all these like slow-mo shots of her like blowing out the smoke. And it's all like CGI and like inserted in. So it looks kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. And like she's in a video game. But we kept pausing and going back so I could take screenshots to be like, oh, my God, what a dreamboat. Like, yeah, <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, there's a lot of very attractive women in that movie, like very strong uh, female characters, very sort of. And I I'm love just that like, alpha woman. Yeah, it's so th- that's alone is sort of makes it worth it. But uh, yeah, whatever. Watch it if you're high. <laughs> that's my. <laughs> I usually watch it if you're high. Yeah. Um, should we do Pop of the Week? Yeah. All right. So me first. Yeah, if you if you nasty, um, I kind of have two. That's you have as many has, as you like. It's been many weeks since I've been here, so obviously yeah. I've accumulated some popo. So number one is my grandma because oh. she is really into having my mom come over and put olive oil in her ear these days, oh. and I find it so cute. Like they're both <laughs> my both my mom and my grandma are vaccinated now, so it's it's no stress. But my grandma, uh, I guess, was feeling like her ear was a bit clogged up, and I don't know where she found this info that you're supposed to just um, put a little bit of olive oil in it. But she has been insisting that my mom go over every day she she lays down on the couch sideways and my mom puts it in there and she she lays there for a while and this week there was one day where my mom didn't go over and my grandma sent her a message that was like 
I guess I'll put olive oil in my own ear. Like it was like <laughs> it was so perfect. And then when my mom finally got her act together and went over to oil my beautiful grandmother, she she put it in and she was so happy that she fell asleep. And so oh. my mom took a picture of her asleep with her ear full of oil and my mom did a beautiful drawing of it. <laughs> wow. That's so lovely. I love your family. <laughs> it's pretty cute. We're a pretty weird group of ladies. Yeah. <laughs> And then my other Peppo is um, videos of babies getting their first glasses. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I love when they see for the first time. They're so they can't believe it's so cute. Or when babies get their first hearing aid and they can hear their mother's voice for the first time. And I'm trying to write a stand up bit about this, about how, like, I find those videos so cute. But I'm worried that me and my boyfriend if we have a kid it'll be just really healthy and we won't get to experience that so I was just like pitching to him like what if we keep our baby in some sort of bag and then we take it out at some point and it'll be extra cute because you know baby's first unboxing oh pull God. it out for the first time this is <laughs> a true be- buttle premise right here <laughs> <laughs> I you're just like, stand up. It starts so out so cute, and then you're like, "I'm thinking a horrible thing, though." <laughs> that's so your joke style. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> wow, yeah, that started out, and you're so, giggling the whole time, like oh, so yeah. wholesome, and then just went to the darkest, like yeah, like you can't put a baby dimension. in a bag. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to keep our baby in the box for the cute mo- you, you guys will watch the video if we shared it. You said yeah. a bag first. <laughs> I mean, you- a bag of box. I'm flexible. I mean, it's a, baby, just a box. A baby Bjorn is basically a bag. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. As long as it's not plastic. I'm not, you know, I'm not advocating for this. I'm not um, advocating for babies. They're wonderful, beautiful, but come on. Like, look at yeah, this place. It's a shithole. I'm good. I'm good. The earth is a dirt hole. It is. It's a dirt spot. Alicia, who's your puppo? My puppo is Hank. I love him so much. He's got a a funny haircut. His haircut is so cute. It kind of reminds me of, um, are you guys familiar with Scumbro style? No. No. So it's it's kind of like, um, you know, Jonah Hill, Shia LaBeouf, um, just just kind of scummy, white, trashy, but still in a designer shirt. And they have kind of um, mullety hair usually, but it's it's perfectly coiffed. It's like designer oh. haircut. Yeah, 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 yeah. Designer, but but trying to look sort of white, trashy. Um, yeah, no. And I, I think that's what that picture of Hank reminded me I of. I really want to get Hank just a gold chain. I was saying that to Jessica <laughs> yeah. yesterday. Was so it, I can't funny. remember when I saw you, Jessica. Was it yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday, yeah. Oh, fuck. Um, my other puppo, I don't actually know the details of this puppo, but it's Jessica's um, semen list that she's been hanging on oh, to. Yeah. So I think it's the perfect time to read the semen <laughs> list. Okay, well, um, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Um, <laughs> semen. What is it? Not sure. Jizz. Pre-cum. Mm-hmm. Post-cum. Oh, Ew. whoa. Pube juice. That's not where it comes from, is it? <laughs> like a platypus. But just the <laughs> semen comes out like a glands, glands from the testicles. <laughs> Testicle fluid. Oh, there we go. Foreskin water. Mm, that's nice. Sounds like a Tom Ford fragrance. I bet Jennifer Aniston would sponsor that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Guzzle, guzzle. <laughs> and finally, boner liquid. Boner liquid. I think that one's my favorite. I think you, you ended for on coming. the best one. Thank you for I coming. I too. <laughs> I always, 
my boyfriend always giggles because I, I drink almond milk and it always says nut milk on the, the kind that I get. And yeah. we, he always enjoys that. Yeah. Yeah. I love to milk a nut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're miming for the listener. We're miming. Yeah. Um, my, well, thank you, Alicia, for giving me that platform to share my truth. <laughs> yeah, I was like, every time you brought it up, I was like nodding as a joke. Like, no, you can't. No, you can't. And I was like, it's the end of the podcast. And she hasn't done it, Alicia. Because you're probably like, like mm. it is gross, but it's not like. That you is know. not even close to as gross as we've gotten on this oh, yeah. podcast. Even like the, I, one of our episodes recently, I was like, I was appalling. So, <laughs> yeah, you've not, nothing to worry about. I think we should keep the list going as like a living, breathing yeah, document, like, a wet can, document. You can see I did this on the back of like a, a used manila envelope. So like it's not even taking up a quarter of the the document yet. Like this is an ongoing like yeah. let's build this. Let's create let's create a vocabulary. Yeah, um, I'm into it. My pop of the week is butterflies. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to talk about the slurry? What? The slurry inside the cocoon. Oh, that the slurry. Um, the smoothie that it turns into. Yeah. I wasn't thinking of that, but I uh I've twice seen like butterflies and I'm not talking like the little white mothy mm-hmm. looking ones that just flutter around and look idyllic and cute, but like these are like the real summertime I always thought they were monarchs, but I guess we don't get like proper monarchs here. So I looked them up and what I think they're called is Western tiger swallowtail butterflies. Oh, wow. Um, so they're the like yellow and black. They're sort of like got the yeah. little little pattern, cool patterns on the back. And I saw one like flutter just in front of Jay and I as we were walking and it was so exciting. And then I was walking in the park today like pacific spirit park which is like a beautiful nature filled reserve in vancouver and i a couple times i just saw a shadow of one like on the ground going over us and i looked and i couldn't find it because it's so dense there but then um i saw it with my eyes after i saw the shadow and it, i just said the shadow of the butterfly and i was with jay and former guest kelly ogmanson and we all looked up and we saw it and we were like the shadow of the butterfly like this is our new erotic thriller yeah directed by jack snyder or whatever his (laughs) name is (laughs) yeah shadow of the butterfly it's three hours long um That's great. I love a butterfly. I'm trying to write a web series about the early 2000s and I'm doing an entire episode about bugs and it is mostly about the um, prominence of butterflies in the early 2000s. Butterfly tattoos and yeah. I I also like I'm just I reached the 2000s in Sex and the City and Carrie has like a giant butterfly necklace, giant butterfly belt like it's, it's just, awesome it's huge they're big yeah like butterfly hair clips i had so many i even had a dragonfly one that was all bejeweled like wow i personally love bugs i know they're not for everyone i used to love worms when i was little and i Same. would i would always pick worms up and i'd put worms. them in my pockets <laughs> i would stick and them and over and my nose would you forget to take them out and your mom would wash them 
Yeah, well, oh, it's, no. she wouldn't. She wouldn't wash them because she's not very domestic. But she would find them and come. She'd be like, "Is this your worm?" And I'd be like, "No." You're like, "I have no idea how that got there." <laughs> so I'm no. holding it for a friend. <laughs> this is entrapment. <laughs> <laughs> I would like. I would find one on the ground and just like drape it over my nose, like it was some weird like Biore strip, and I would just That's do that. So funny to like, um, you know, freak out other kids to be like oh you're scared of worms here's how not scared i am of them it's honestly very if it wasn't you i would say that it's very pick me girl energy like ooh, i i drink beer and i like sports and i'm not scared of worms but yeah. because it's you that did it i think that it just makes worms cooler it was honestly i'm sure like 20 years from now it's going to be some sort of beauty treatment where it's like mm-hmm. oh the minerals from the soil and the mucus from the worm just like rejuvenate and like the salmonella really puffs your face up it's yeah. nice <laughs> it's the foreskin it's water nice. <laughs> oh yeah i know i mean it's it's better than leeches which was, yeah, you know, people use scary. leeches for, for everything, right? Yeah. Yeah. The best, I mean, people are still using leeches. You just put one directly on the tip of your penis. Yeah. Sucks and out. And then the, it makes it bigger. The boner. Yeah. Layer. Everyone do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's our new summer challenge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So the ice bucket challenge, the leech yeah. on the peen challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Try it out, fellas. Ladies love it. Mm-hmm. I also think. Put it on TikTok. I, I've been talking a lot um, about foreskin lately because I just watched the Sex in the City episode where they're talking about foreskin. And mm-hmm. it's it's so funny to me because I just it seems dated to me. But I think the new look is if you're not circumcised, get a second foreskin. If you are circumcised, <gasps> get, yeah, like yes. ruffles. Like, yeah, like a rose. Like it's, like many it's layers. a decorative. It's yes. like a dicky for your dick. Yeah. <laughs> a dicky. Yeah. Yeah, ruffles. It's more volume. Yeah, it would be nice if it was just something purely decorative, like crepe paper or or uh, just like streamers, um, like lame. Yep, really eye catching. Gold leaf. Yeah, maybe some tool. Yeah, yeah, a little fluff it up a bit and make it a little dark. Sequins. It's kind of cute. Yeah, I love it. Sequins would probably be kind of itchy. That's my trend. I love it. Should, should we should we wrap it up? Yeah. <laughs> Sophie, Sophie, I mean, outside of like coming up with these amazing ideas for people's penises, <laughs> where can people find you? Where can they watch you? How can they get, get money to you? Mm, true for my tuna. Well, I you can you can check out my podcast, Obsessed with Sophie Buttle, who, by the way, I haven't done any any Zoom episodes of that. But that's fine. But as soon as it's um, as soon as it's safe or we're all vaccinated, you guys are absolutely top oh, of my I'm list. Oh, I'm not getting vaccinated. Like oh, <laughs> that's that's smart. That's smart. But mm-hmm. you know, I take emergency. I'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. I trust I my immune FX. system. Yeah, I have a second foreskin, and I didn't even need the first one. Yeah, I'll be yeah, fine. I, I got the um, vaccine in my foreskin. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, we're vaccinated. We are vaccinated. Uh, oh, okay, great. Well, as soon as I get vaccinated and it's all safe, I would beg you to come to my home and do an episode of the, my podcast. You don't have to ask me twice. That would be a delight. I simply beg you for it. You do have to ask both of my foreskins separately, though. That's okay. If you just send me their emails, I feel very comfortable. Um, foreskin one, foreskin two. Gmail.com. them <laughs> at live.ca. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> cool. So, so cool. where can people find everything? Just like on your Twitter? Are there links to everything? Yeah. Um, my, I mean, my podcast is, is available everywhere. My, my Twitter is at Sophie Buttle. My Instagram is Soph Buds. I am easy to find. I'm the only Sophie Buttle on the internet, so you can't miss me. Yeah. Lucky. Perfect. All right. Well, uh, Alicia, what do you have going uh, on? Do you have a nothing. date for your next come draw with me yet? Or? Maybe in a couple of months we'll do it again. Okay. Yeah. No rush. It's summer. People can leave the house now. That's true. Yeah. I like I liked to, I left it until the very last possible chance to do an online show. <laughs> totally my style. I was like, oh, this will never work. I'm like, oh, it worked fine. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That's so funny. I'm thinking of um, getting COVID the last week that COVID's around. So oh, just it's going to really, be around forever. So Don't minute. worry. <laughs> Don't worry. It's it's never going away. It's the new normal. Okay, good. Never too um, late. Jessica. Yes. About you. If people want to buy some merch from us, they can go to retailnightmares.bigcartel.com. If they want to check out bonus stuff that's on our Patreon, uh, feel free. Patreon.com slash retailnightmares. If you want to watch the music video for Bongo Dance, uh, it's on YouTube. Auto Syndicate Bongo Dance. You can look it up. And that's all I've got right now. Um, Sophie, thank you so much for coming yeah. back and being our guest. Thank you so much for having me. I'm obsessed with both so of you. So great to see you. So great oh, to see you guys. Oh, that's a mistake on my part. So just stay obsessed with Jessica. We promise not to <laughs> wait another three years before we have you back. Yeah. Okay, phew, because I got a lot of I've uh, shopping addiction issues, so I will have more stories. Yeah, that's a nightmare in itself. It's like <laughs> we've got an open door policy. So yeah, that's <laughs> very you. true. Yeah. Okay, everybody. Good night. We love you. Goodbye. We love you all. Bye-bye. Bye. I'll hail the corn king. Corn lord. Corn lord. Corn lord. We corn love the corn. Corn lord. 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 Corn l